Ah, look at that. The weather has broken. It's finally warm out. And of course, we have the rain. What do you expect? This is Maryland. But we also know that with that rain, that means the grass grows and everything else. And I'm going to tell you, there's a service I use, and they do an awesome job on my yard. Uh, they sit there, do the lawn mowing for me. They also do landscaping, mulching. They do a little bit of everything, and that's green machine lawns. And green machine lawns will come out and take care of you as well. Give them a call at 443 443- 863-YARD. That's 443-863-YARD. Or go online to greenmachinelawns.com. Again, that is greenmachinelawns.com. And they'll get your yard looking better than everybody else's. Think about this in a minute. You're laying in bed reading a book, or you're sitting at the dining room table, you and your family, eating dinner, and all of a sudden you start hearing some cracking, and the ceiling comes caving in. We don't ever want that to happen, and I hope it doesn't happen to anybody, but unless you take care of your roof, this could happen. Well, on this episode of Harford County Living, we're going to answer a few questions. Number one, how to tell if your roof is leaking. You know, you got to get inside. You got to look at it. Not you. You want somebody who knows what they're looking at. Uh, The other thing you got to look at is breathing room. Does your attic breathe properly? What strange things have been seen in attics? Well, on this episode of Harford County Living, I have a young man that actually uh, takes a lot of pride in the work that he does. He owns a local company, and he is a roofer by trade. And he'll explain what he looks for when he goes up to look at roofs and attics. But he also does windows and siding. I just want to throw that in there. But this episode, we focused more on the roofs. And I'm proud to say that this gentleman came on. He is also a Chesapeake sponsor of Harford County Living. And on this episode, we have Joe Ayler, the president and CEO of Tar Heel Construction Group. Welcome, everybody, to Harford County Living. We are sitting here today with Joe Ayler, president, CEO, owner, head honcho, the guy that does everything at Tar Heel Construction Group, right? Correct. And I met Joe through a mutual friend, Jesse, of, God, I'm going to get Jesse's. Jesse Cunningham. Mountain View Insurance Solutions. Okay. And, and Wealth Management. Um, and, of course, Joe's probably going to yell at me because... I haven't been to one of the network meetings yet, but I am going to get there, I promise. <laughs> so um, We have Joe on because especially with all the storms we've had, a lot of people have had problems with roofs. A lot of people don't realize that you know, a roof only lasts so long. And if I say something wrong, correct me right away. But a lot of people, and I'm sure you've seen this a lot, you know, they'll keep their shingles on there forever and don't change them unless they get blown off. Correct. Or, or leaks. Yeah, which I never understood. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's never a bad idea, um, you know, just to call your your local contractor, your local roofing, um, you know, contractor, and just have them take a look. A lot of these guys will go up and just do a free inspection. Right. You know, and, and that's common, free inspections, because the, um, there's a good chance that you could have wind or hail damage. And... Any, any reputable, I mean, really any contractor will um, be willing to go up there right. to, to possibly find damage. Well, the other thing, you and I talked about this a while ago. Um, I know, for example, like in Joppatown, a lot of the roofs have the wrong size 
board on there. Mm-hmm. It was I think they have three eighths, mm-hmm. which nowadays I mean these houses some a lot of these houses are fifty years old. If they yeah. haven't had that replaced, that's uh, hmm. uh, number one. I want to want to get up on the roof and check because you probably fall through. That's true. On some <clears throat> you know, years ago, and um, I think it was. Um, Gosh, this happened in maybe the late 70s, um, early 80s, when that fire retardant chemical was just introduced. Okay. Um, I think, I don't know the company that made it. I mean, first to, first, first to mind is probably like DuPont or, um, or 3M. I don't know who it was. Anyway, that, that when they started treating the plywood with the fire retardant chemical, what they didn't know was that that chemical um, increased the flash point of the fl- of the plywood in case there was a fire. Now we're talking in townhouses. Whoa. Okay. When you construct a townhouse, you do the, the the fire retardant treated plywood on the perimeter of the townhouse. So right. if the townhouse catches fire, it doesn't spread. Spread to the next townhouse. Right. right. So those pieces of plywood have what we call a higher flash point. Okay. So it won't it won't um, catch on fire at, at, at well, a higher we'll temperature. Spread, yeah. So anyway, um, what they didn't know was that the the same chemical that would increase the flash point would eventually deteriorate the wood over time. Oh, so and that <laughs> and that is um, really prevalent in Joppa Town, and a lot of those townhouses back on Rumsey Island. Right, you know, uh, a, a lot of that old what we call FRT fire retardant treated plywood is is prevalent back in Rumsey Island, but Joppa Town as a whole, to to come back to your point, um, a lot of the roof decks are in three eighths. Yeah, and that's is, why I would think that's probably spread out throughout the county in right. some areas. And the and the idea is that you go with a thinner plywood. And then back in the 40s and 50s, a lot of the truss work and framing configurations were on two feet, two feet on center. So okay. you got a wider space and a thinner piece of plywood in between your in between your framing. Oh. Now these days, framing is commonly set on 16, 16 with a 7 sixteenths deck, which wow. the boards are closer together. And the deck is thicker, so you don't get that sagging and waving. A big difference. Right. And a lot of people don't understand that. That might be a little too um, technical, um, you know, for the common homeowner. If anybody has any sort of uh, carpentry or construction background, they should kind of understand what we're talking about. Yeah. um, You know, full circle back to your point, it's never a bad idea to have to make a phone call to an exteriors contractor or really any contractor and just have them come out and just take a look. Contractors love being able to establish new clients, new relationships, new customers. And if you come out and just do good by somebody and do an inspection for someone, right? then when it's time for them to yeah, you know, when the need when the need arises for a contractor, they're going to think, "Man, Tar Heel Construction or, or whoever it was. Yeah, came but should out. they do the research too? Because how many contractors out there are actually a roofer by trade? Like, I mean, because you are, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I am, I am, and I'm, and I'm proud to say that. You know, when I graduated um, college, I you know briefly worked down um, Johns Hopkins doing doing research for a for a ALS, a Lou Gehrig's disease lab, and um, oh wow, yeah, and just couldn't. Um, it was publicly funded research, and just couldn't. Um, couldn't cut it. It just wasn't enough money. And I, and then I took a job with a local home improvement company and, and kind of the rest is history. But, um, yeah, you want to do your research and that's kind of important. I, I think, um, th- there's so many platforms to search on these yeah. days. You can find out if they're the real deal or not. You know, I, you know, the, the, the main things, you know, are they licensed? Yeah, that's the. I mean, yeah. everybody should know that. Right? Are the, do they have a Maryland home improvement license? And if they don't, they don't for a reason to educate everybody. Let me tell them. you something. If your contractor does not have a Maryland home improvement license, they don't have it for a reason. And I'm going to tell you those reasons right now. Either they've got some sort of criminal 
issue, criminal right. background. They're not passing a criminal background check. Oh, I didn't realize they did that. And another thing is if, they, if they've got poor credit, if you have poor credit, wow, you cannot get an MHIC because they check your, they check your net worth. Do you own a home? Do you own houses? Or I'm sorry. Do you do, do you own a, do you own a home? Do you own several homes? Do you own cars? What is your net worth? Because when you get an MHIC, the state of Maryland backs you with a hundred thousand dollars from the Maryland what they call the Guarantee Fund, the Maryland Home Improvement Commission right. Guarantee Fund. So if a if a licensed Maryland contractor rips your roof off and says, screw it, I'm out of here for whatever reason, whatever reason it is, right. and they, and they, whether it's a justifiable reason, you know, or, you know, whatever happens, yeah. you know. We've all heard the nightmares. Right, you know, <laughs> and it, it's, let's say a storm comes in and, I mean, it completely ruins your, all of your, you know, insulation, drywall, and, and you're just a absolute mess. Then yeah. you, you submit a claim to the commission and they will... Um, provide up to one hundred thousand dollars. Oh wow! Okay, um, and, and you can look that up. You know, and, you know, and, and that's why they vet you so hard. That's why they make sure your credit's good. You know, they make sure Makes you're in, you're in, you're in good standing. Um, and it's not easy to get the MHIC. You know. Yeah, I knew that. It's I'm not gonna... terribly hard now, but. You do have to jump through a couple hoops. You know, you've got to take a test, and you've got to take another test, and then you've got to fill out a lengthy application, and then you've got to do an interview. You know, you've got to submit financials, and you've got to uh, you know s- submit um, notarized um, signatures that you do. You know that you've been working in the you know construction industry right. for you know longer than two years and stuff like that. So um, anyway, not to yeah, not to go off on a tangent, but um, you know. Make sure your 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 contractor's licensed, and then and then do your research on on online. Yeah. Go to the usual suspects. Better go to Business fa- Bureau. Go, yeah, yeah. That's well. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. So you know, number one is the MHIC. Makes sense there. Yeah. Number two, are they accredited with the Better Business Bureau? Because that's a second layer of accreditation and and vetting and protection. Okay. You know, because the Better Business Bureau is associated with, you know, ethical practices in business. You know, yeah, they they fight against scammers, and yeah, that's the that's the whole foundation of the BBB is to be ethical in business. You know, and and they just don't um, accredit anybody. And in our situation, I sit on the the foundation board of directors for the Better Business Bureau. Oh, really? Yeah, so if, oh, wow. if somebody comes to me and wants to know if I'm ethical or if I'm associated with the you better business You wouldn't be on the board if you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I tell them I sit on the board, you know, so, but it, it, that's yeah, they don't just allow anybody on yeah. there. <laughs> and you got to get nominated and, and all that stuff, but, um, but yeah, I mean, the, you know, your MHIC, are they accredited with the Better Business Bureau? And then, um, I tell you, a, a great place to find out if you're dealing with somebody trustworthy is Facebook, man. I mean, it's just the truth. If, if if you've got a lot of friends on on you know, well whatever you've got on Facebook if you got two hundred friends if you got a thousand friends if you post I'm looking for recommendations for a solid contract yeah they, they I mean they just start flooding in they just start flooding in hey stay away from this you know right you know what I'm saying or hey I had a good experience with this guy you know all that stuff you you'll get your recommendations you talk to people at work um, you know start gathering your you know your people that you potentially want to deal with, and get your people, and then start looking them up on Google. Start looking them up on Facebook. Do they have an Instagram account? You know, um, check out their website. You know, was it self-made? You know, is it just a? Do land- they even have a website? Right. Do they have a website? <laughs> you know, and um, and and start doing your research, and um, and kind of find out you know who they are and and, and what they're about. Going back a minute to the the MHIC. All right, so if a contractor, say, puts an ad on Facebook anywhere, they have to have their MHIC number in the, in that ad, don't they? I don't think so. Okay. Not on Facebook. I think anybody can 
That's why you got to be careful. Well, now, if you reason, now, I, reason if, I ask that, I'm sorry, is because I've seen people, you know, on Facebook, say, you know, ask for recommendations, and somebody say, "Oh yeah, well this person does it. Well, great. What's their MHIC number?" And they can't provide nothing. That's right. Well, you see a lot of people on or, Facebook will say, "Hey, I need, um, you know, do you have a good drywall guy?" Yeah, and they'll and and their friends will share just a person's name, John Smith. Right. You'll see it in bold. I recommend bold John Smith. Well, does, he does John Smith work for a company? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Is he a gypsy? You know, um, but but some people like. I mean, you know, it, it all depends on your situation, man. If you're looking to spend fifty bucks and you've got a, you know, you've got a tiny stain in, mm-hmm. in the drywall the size of a quarter, and you want somebody to come in and paint over top of it, you're not going to have a ten, fifteen, twenty million dollar a year company come in, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that would be the situation where you might want to use John Smith, you know. But if you're talking about, you know, a, uh, an HVAC system, you're talking Ma- major renovations, major yeah, plumbing. Yeah. You're talking about major work where you're spending a couple, you know, thousand bucks. You know, you got to make sure you're protected for sure. Now I've seen a lot of people make that mistake too, where they'll, you know, they they don't hire somebody that's licensed, or worse yet, they. Yeah, when they don't hire somebody that's not licensed, then they don't get the permit. Yeah. You know, and then I, I and I've seen the county come by and say, "Well, where's your permit for this?" Yeah. And to where they've especially like putting up a, something as simple as a shed. Yeah. And they can't even make them take it down. That's right. Or yeah, or, or you're dealing in you're dealing or in you're a neighborhood. A yeah, <laughs> you're dealing in a neighborhood where the neighbors aren't friendly, and <laughs> and and one neighbor's got a problem with another, and he sets his shed too close to the property line, and then every person in the backyard's got a shed all twenty houses down, and uh-huh. then the guy comes in and, <laughs> and, 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 yep, and see that happen <laughs> and stirs some stuff up. Everybody's got to move their shed. Nobody's yeah. happy, but um, but no um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but I, I tell you, just to educate the listeners, if you're not changing the footprint of your house, okay, mm-hmm. the foot the the footprint of your house is not changing as far as exterior remodeling is concerned. What Tar Heel Construction does, roofing and exteriors. Okay, you don't have to pull a permit if you're putting a roof on your house. You don't have to pull the permit. You don't have to pull a permit. Right. If you're getting new siding, you don't have to pull a permit. If you get new windows, you don't have to pull a permit because you're renovating it, right? But a new addition now, a new addition, or a deck, you're ch- a deck, you're changing, you're you're, yeah. you're changing the um, you're changing the footprint. A um, pool. <laughs> the only thing you do really need to 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 really look out for is the contractor practicing safe installation practices because you can have a roofing contractor putting your roof on and your roof is steep and then yeah. and those employees aren't tied off the right way and then you know Somebody MOSHA fell. or OSHA Occupational Safety Health Administration mm-hmm. comes by and and th- then they can shut down the job you know what I'm saying if they're not tied off correctly they shut down the job at 5 o'clock you know in the middle of June we've got yeah. thunderstorms rolling in from the west Job shut down. You're you're screwed, man. Yeah, you're you're in a tough spot. Yeah, that's one of the things that shocks me because I, it, I mean, you see people, you know, roofers out there. All well, I don't want to see because you don't know if they're roofers, but people getting their roofs fixed all the time, and a lot of them aren't tied off. Yeah, it's a big problem. Which shocks me. It's a big a, problem. And one of the things that impressed me with you, and, and for those of you that don't know, Joe came over and looked at my roof. And one of the things that impressed me, when you got up on the roof, I'd never seen anybody do this. The bungee cord. Yeah. I'd never seen anybody do that. Yeah, you know, where you had the bungee cord, I guess you had hooked it into the gutter. Yeah, you hooked but it also the on your ladder. Yes, that's the so it's it, like, that, that for all yeah, for all you construction guys out there that's <laughs> had a ladder fall over on you <laughs> on a on a windy day. I I learned my lesson once and um That and was yeah. brilliant though. I was like <laughs> Yeah, you know, you gotta. You, I mean, you know, when you've been doing this, not you know, when you've been around the block a couple times, yeah. you know, you, you, it's important to learn from your mistakes. Now, to the so you do roofing and siding, basically anything exterior. Exterior, so roofing. Okay. R- roofing is is by far our our specialty. Um, you know, because obviously me and 
and my and my closest advisors at, at Tar Heel are, are all roofers by trade. What's the big? I guess the most common. I don't want to say mistake, but the biggest thing you see wrong with roofs. I would say. Um, Besides shingles blowing off and stuff like that. I mean, you know, I made that video yesterday, and and we see a lot of um, inadequately insulated attics mm-hmm. and underventilated attics. So either you don't have enough insulation in your attic, right? And then your attic is not properly ventilated. So that means in the winter time, hmm. when you're heating your home, heat rises. It gets through the the, the recessed light. Um, openings, it gets through the, you know, it, it, right. thermal radiation gets through the drywall. The the warm heat gets into your attic space because your attic isn't properly insulated. And then it hangs around there and then it, it, it says hi to the cold, dry air. The moisture, um, you know, well, you know, it creates moisture. And right. since your attic space is <coughs> underventilated, that moist air can't release. And that's when you start having problems up there, you know. So hmm. one of the common problems that we see to answer your question is 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 improper ventilation in the attic space, and then um, you know, and then you got the guys that 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 never clean their gutter out. You got a problem with gutter gutter backup and and um, guilty, <laughs> you know. My son only comes over once in a while to get up there to do that. <laughs> Just common, common stuff. You know yeah. that's why it's always good to have a guy come out. You know every every three to five years and just check the chimney flashing, check the drip edge, check the pipe collars. Are the gutters clean? Are they pitched the right way? Do I have any missing shingles? Is my attic space properly breathing? You know those are the kind of usual suspects that you want to look for. But I mean in this business, man, I mean we, we we've seen we, we've seen a lot. It, it, Talk about the attic space, because now I mean after watching your video, I, got, I started getting nervous. How long is there like a time length of, for insulation? I mean, should you replace it? No, no. If you really? if, if you have if you have the proper depth, so the so the the, the current Harford County code is R forty nine or sixteen point seven five inches of insulation inside your attic space. It can be blown in. It can be rolled bad insulation. Um, I don't know about the spray foam, um, the R value on that, um, or, or how that's achieved. But but rolled bat or or blown in, um, if if you've got sixteen point seven five inches, then you're good. You can go up to R60 if if you're just one of those homeowners that, you know, when when they buy, they buy Super Duty, they buy Diesel, they buy Tough, and they want the, you know, 16.75 R49 if you want to go up to R60. um, I don't know off the top of my head. It could be 23 inches or 30 inches, um, but um, you could go up to R60. I mean, you can really go as much as you want, but... If you're increasing the depth of your insulation, you don't want to obstruct your soffit line. That's the key. Okay. And that's what the baffle's for. Right. The baffle is a barrier that blocks whatever kind of insulation you have in your attic space. The baffle is the barrier that keeps the insulation out of the, what we call the soffit bay or the soffit area, the, the, the part of the attic space where the overhanging soffit, the, the introduction of air into the attic space happens. The baffle protects that area from getting filled with insulation. Now, can you have too much ventilation? No. Okay. No. Because I see people putting attic fans and all that. I mean, you, actually, you know what? You, you can. You can. You can have too many types of insulation. Or, I'm sorry, okay. ventilation. So, you don't want to have a gable vent and a... And an attic fan, and a rotary fan, and ridge vent, you know, uh. and your soffits, because when the air comes into the attic space, that's intake, you need exhaust as well, just like an engine. But with an engine, it has definitive intake. Right. And it has definitive exhaust. It comes in. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a I'm not a mechanic, but I know that inside of an engine, you know the air, you know your, your air intake, your cold air intake is where the where the air is introduced. Yeah. It goes through the engine. It comes out the exhaust. You know, just like your when your front door's open and your back door's open on a on a on a spring day, 
you know, a, a gust of wind comes through, that back door wants to slam shut. Yeah. Same principle in your attic space. The air comes in, it knows where it's going, door slams shut. Um, same idea in, in the attic space. If, if you introduce the air into the attic space and then it's thinking to itself, well, do I go to the gable vent? Do I go to the ridge vent? Do I go to the rotary fan? Do I go to the attic fan? It's like a fork in the middle of the room. Exactly. Yeah. You want to have a definitive exhaust and a definitive intake. Good you said that because I would have never... You know, thought about that because we have I forget the name of one of those whirly birds but That's we never put it, okay we yeah. never put it on we never put it up there yeah and you see we have the gables of things on the side right yes because we have those the soffits and the ridge vent. correct yeah so that probably would have had too much up there yeah well a lot of people don't know that the the the, the common ridge vent you know actually I shouldn't say the common ridge vent but the upgraded the upgrade uh, upgraded ridge vents that are that are commonly being put on roofing systems these days have a particular construction that when the wind blows it actually creates a pocket of low pressure around the vent okay and that low pressure is what kind of pulls that air out of the attic space you know so um your your some attic spaces are pressurized some are semi-pressure semi-pressurized but you just want you, you want a balanced ventilation two to one you know in in your common rancher you know obviously right. you know all the colonials and ranchers can have balanced ventilation that means your your front soffit line your back soffit line and your ridge vent okay you know, two two to one and um, you go with the attics a lot yeah i think it's important you know for for, for the homeowners out there listening if if you have a roofing con because what well, i mean just to set it straight, we do roofing, siding, gutter, fascia, soffit, windows when we're doing, you know, full exterior remodels. Right. Um, when, um, when you have a roofing contractor to your house, and then, now this is my personal opinion, and that roofing contractor does not get on your roof, mm-hmm. physically put a ladder up and get on your roof, or get inside of your attic space. How are they going to tell? Or mention something about the importance of attic space ventilation. Those are red flags. Yeah. And it's not the homeowner's responsibility to say, "Hey, are you going to get in my attic?" You just right. let them let, let see their way out and, and call, you know, call call somebody that, that knows what they're doing. You know. Um, if they want to use Google Maps or a drone, probably not a good idea, right? That's right. <laughs> Let you know, them get up there physically. You know, <laughs> or, or, or if they're in a dress shirt and in slacks, walking around the perimeter of your home yeah. with a measuring wheel, you know, probably, you know what I'm Something saying? Right there, yeah. Something's not right. You yeah. know? Now, if you're buying a car from the guy, that's one thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I think there's a fine line between, you know, being industry specific you don't want to look you you don't want to walk up to the customer's home in jean shorts with a with a you know a a virginia you know a mile long virginia slim hanging out of your mouth (laughs) you know what i'm saying but on the one side you know jean shorts no shirt on walking up the door with a cigarette hanging out of your mouth but you and on the flip side of that you don't want to walk up in a suit either yeah you know what i'm saying um but um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> most people see you walking up in a suit or even with jean shorts and no shirt they're not going to answer anyway yeah yeah but um but yeah i mean I, you know what i find is if, if you just shoot people straight and um and you let them know that you're that you're local you yeah. know and that you're you're really invested in the community and 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 you know if we have time we can talk about um you know, is your local contractor invested in your local community? I think that's really... And I know you are. I think that's important these days because a lot of people talk. A lot of people talk about giving. Well, I volunteer. Are. Everybody volunteers at their church. Yeah. But do but do they really? Right. Could tell everybody about some of the stuff you've done. You know. Because we, well, you and I were talking before. Joe and I met for coffee. We were talking and just the stuff you told me, I was just floored. I was impressed. Yeah. And your ideas, yeah. But yeah. I'll, I'll let you tell everybody about that. Well, I mean, yeah. When, when you when you get to a, yeah, you know, we've grown over the last couple of years, you know, and 
and you know we're 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 established enough now where where you can get your business plan in order in the beginning of the year and figure out how much of your top line volume do you want right. to contribute to charitable donations you know so um you know this year we set out our business plan and um you know and and, and we gave to the Maryland Center for the Arts for all you listeners out there, they're doing a big gala um, down in Towson. I think it's Saturday, May 11th, 6.30 to 11.30 at the Marriott down there on, um, uh, I think it's 903 Delaney Valley. Um, but a lot of local um, business owners are, are doing like the, uh, the Dancing for the Stars kind of thing. You know, where they have a dance competition, but it's all for the Maryland Center for the Arts, which is this 40-acre campus that they're building. Yeah. Wait a minute. Are you going to be a contestant? No, no, no. Uh, okay. No, I, so I, so we, we're, we're just donating to um, John Mattia, Frederick um, okay. Ward, you know. So, um, so, uh, so. That's a big thing. Yes, yeah, so that's a big thing. That's a big thing. And that's going to introduce, um, you know, the, the, the arts to the. You know, to the the growing community and and the you know all the all the young people out there that, that are coming up in Harford County, give them a, a chance to be exposed to the arts and be able to grow in the arts and stuff like that. So, so we did a spot with them, and then um, <clears throat> and, and when I talk a spot, I'm not just talking you know not to brag and boast, but I'm t- I'm talking a couple thousand yeah. dollars. You know, this is you know this is this is something that that we're focusing on. And the um, arts are big in Harford. Yeah, County. absolutely, absolutely, and. Um, you know, we did a spot with Hartford Family House, Heather Lynch. Love them, yes. You know. Just had Heather on the on the podcast. Yeah, actually. yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know Heather that well. Um, she, you know, we we just hooked up a couple months ago. She's in a um, in a referral group that that we mm-hmm. meet with up at Spartan Services, the old Aegis building. Yeah, the one I haven't been through. Yeah, before, yeah. So, so um, <laughs> but um, guilty. Yeah, no, it's all good. But uh, yeah, we meet up there, and 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 I met her up there, and you know, and and they help battle homelessness in Harford yeah. County, and they help people that are homeless get back on their feet. That what they do is awesome. Man. Yes, and it's, it's a nonprofit, and um, and we did a spot with them, um, and what else did we do? Um. We did a little spot with the Boys and Girls Club. They had their their annual um, dinner up at the Hartford Community mm-hmm. College just a couple of weeks ago, where they, um, you know, they uh, recognize you know some 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 boys and girls up there that are making you know making yeah, big they, things they happen. Yeah, they do awards every year. Yeah, so yeah. we did a spot with them and. Um, when it comes to supporting local, you truly yeah, you know, I, I think it's important, you know, because um, you know, are, are, are you are you just going to be around for a couple of years, or are you trying to lay down? Are you trying to lay down roots and a yeah. legacy? <clears throat> you know, I got small kids, and and you know, if if my kids get into this, you know, industry, and and yeah, that that's great, but um, I think the I think the narrative over the last thirty years, I think, is just working to more of a, a generous and, and kind a, a more generous and kind generation mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah there's still a lot of nasty people out there, there are. but I think the pendulum is swinging towards you're starting you know, to see more people do good things yeah towards Which, the and I in a way I think social media for that yeah absolutely because you see, you know, like us at the Lions Club, we just had um, our big Easter egg hunt. And we've actually, we had a guy come out and help us. Not a member of the club, but wanted to volunteer. And this guy does a lot. You know, uh, Tyler, he, um, one of the things he, was, he started doing was collecting money for these kids who are behind on their lunches in school that owe so much. Yeah. And he started collecting money for that. Just different, th- and yeah, that's just one of the things that he does. But there's people everywhere. You see them doing more and more in the community. That's right. And it's key. Yeah. You know, hell, look at Jesse. Yeah. You know, I mean, he does a lot. Uh, I love the fact that he's doing you know what I'm doing, helping people get the word out about themselves. Yeah. Which is key. Yeah. And you know, um, the more people that know about your business and what you do the better and yeah. that's just increasing your opportunity to 
be able to help out more too. Yeah. Going back to the addicts a minute. I just thought of this. <laughs> I don't know if you know where I'm going. Any <laughs> God. Uh, if you don't want to answer, that's okay. But have you ever gotten up into an attic and you're like, oh, good <laughs> Lord, what am I doing? Whether it be a critter up there or something. <laughs> I tell you. Um, <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I don't know if I could. Uh, you don't so, have to name any names. No, nah, I'm not going to name any names. But I tell you. Um, it's all happened to us. This just happened. This just happened. Um, and, and if there's any children listening. <laughs> Maybe, oh, maybe put the earmuffs on, but um, we did go into an attic. This was probably about, this just happened. This was probably about two, three months ago where we found um, we found a stash of sex toys. Oh, God. <laughs> Turn up into this attic. <laughs> that was, I, was, I would not have expected that. Maybe a raccoon or a bat or something, but that's... Uh... Okay, that's, yeah, that's definitely different. <laughs> now, this was an attic that... Did the owner know about it? I have no idea. So he could have been we, from we, a previous. We, yeah, we we looked in down. We we were we were at the on the top of the roof, and a, and a ridge vent had blown off, and um, and you know one of our repair techs you know looked down into the attic, and and there was a there was an array of uh, oh god <laughs> wow you know that's the one good thing about you know in business you always come across some strange things that'll make you laugh <laughs> but you know I mean outside of that that just happened to be a funny one that we came across uh, just a couple months ago but I mean I mean we see bats we see I mean we yeah. see big snake skins um, in the attic oh yeah snake skins we see a lot of them well, in the, the heat. attic yeah, yeah we see a lot of those um you know, you know, bats and just the usual suspects up in there. But, um, but yeah, I mean, but we've seen some bad situations where people just uh, don't realize um, how how poorly ventilated. I mean, we we've seen, I mean, just rainforest kind of situations where there's just thatches of of thick mold all over the roof deck and all over wow. the framing because all that heat is getting up into the attic. Nowhere and to go. it doesn't have anywhere to go, so it just hangs up in there like a freaking greenhouse. Wow, never and, that. you know, and and but just to just to educate again, for don't freak out if you find a little bit of mold in your attic space because that air does not cycle through your house. Right. Okay. Your HVAC system pulls from a register in your house, and that's where the the air is cycled through your home, inside of your home. Um, so, it, it, you know, if you've got something funky in your attic, it, it's not going through your HVAC system. Even if you've got ductwork in your attic space, it's not, you know, it, it's insulated right. ductwork. Okay. Now, if you've got... Um, vulnerabilities as far as openings in your old in your ductwork now could get in there but for the most part it's 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 isolated and um and just a little side note as i'm thinking here um on this nice spring day like today open your windows up and flush got the mine air, open <laughs> flush the air out of your house yeah get even I, I know that i know it's pollen season and I know the pollen is heavy because I got a black truck and I walked out this morning it was yellow. and it was light green, <laughs> you know, but open your windows yeah. and, and get that fresh air moving through your house. Breathe, breathe. You Chris, know what I'm saying? Get your house to breathe. Get your attic to breathe. You know, people take Maryland weather for granted, man. There's not many parts of this country where you've got this massive swing, where, where, where you feel the full effects of all four seasons. Yeah. yeah, we definitely do that. You know, you're down in Arizona, you're down in Texas, you've got a median temperature. You know, they, they, they sway up and down a little bit, right. you know, but those big pendulum swings where it's 90 degrees in the summer all the way down to a, to a single digit, that's a, that's a 90 degree swing. And the ones with the humidity. Oh, and the God. vinyl and the wood, you know, and all the, the, the asphaltic products, all the exterior products that we use expand and contract the composites, the wood, the metals. Um, that's why it's good to be a contractor yeah. in the Northeast because this stuff just breaks down 
at a faster rate. The, the, the cyclic breakdown is just faster. You just went to a convention. Yeah, yeah, we went down to we went down to Austin, Texas. If anybody's um, uh, a Texas native, shout out to Austin. That's a um, cool, um, very cool city, man. Very, very. Anything, cool. anything new that's going to be coming this way? Well, they've got a shingle that's coming out. Okay, so 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 to to touch on something real quick, the shingles that we commonly install the most of have a you know have a ten year stain guard warranty you commonly see that black streaking on roofs okay that's blue green algae feeding on the lime shale that binds the materials together that binds the when you have a shingle it's got an asphaltic Mm. mat and um and then the, the granules are are distributed onto the mat um but inside of those granules, they're starting to add a copper element that will deter the blue-green algae growth. But oh, when, when they build the shingle years ago, they used lime shale to bind all the products together. Okay. And the blue-green algae is growing on the lime shale. So the lime shale is an important component of a shingle. But over over the last 25 years, through you know the evolution of technology, they've decreased the amount of lime used in the shingle and have added this copper element to the granule which hmm. fights the blue green algae so um the, the standard architectural shingle right now um 10 year stain guard warranty but then there is an upgrade available um where you can get the the gaf timberline ultra high definition and that has a 25 year stain guard warranty a big difference. Yeah, it is. It is, and it's it's only and it's a it's only about a, I'd say maybe a fifteen percent increase it's on the bad. you know fifteen percent increase to get that twenty five year right. um, stain guard warranty. But um, yeah, there, there's some science and some technology in, in the roofing industry, and it's a lot more than just um, than just putting on a roof. Well, you do the thermal imaging. Too, yeah, we actually. do the thermal yeah. imaging. We don't, you know, I, that, we do a little bit of that in the residential. I, I, I think that that's more prevalent in the commercial space. Okay. You know, building envelope and and um, commercial roofing scans and stuff like that um, that we get into. But in, in the residential space, um, it is important. But when we bring a thermal camera into a residence... If you don't like what you see, it can cost you a lot of money to re-insulate. Yeah. Now, I'm talking wall, vertical, vertical walls. If you want to re-insulate vertical walls, then that means you got to take all the drywall out. Right, exactly. Now, re, now adding, downstairs is. Yeah, adding insulation to your attic space is fairly painless. Yeah. You know, we, we just we, we get the corrugated tube up, you know, run it up through the front door, up the stairs into blow your attic in. hatch and blow it in. You know, but if you want to go through your vertical walls, you know from the inside and then that could be an issue but uh, you know that's why a lot of these um a lot of these insulatory boards are starting to uh become popular when we install our siding okay they've got new insulation boards that have uh you know a, a radiant foil barrier on these insulation boards that help reject that thermal radiation you know when the sun beats okay. against that's the good. side of the house yeah. you know so um you know, any old contractor can come in and throw your roof on um, and throw siding up, you know, but, you know, are, are they are they looking a little deeper? Is it, is it about... Are they taking pride in their yeah, work? Yeah, is it, is it about cashing the check? Yeah. You know, so many of these guys out here, I like to call them, you know, you so many of these fly-by-night gypsies out here and, and some of these guys, um, you know, that are running around out here. It, you know, what, what I like to tell my guys is... Are you making sure that the customer's happy and that it's a quality install before you're worrying about cashing the check? Right. The check will come. You know, we're dealing with local, we're we're dealing with Harford County people here. Harford County people pay their bills. You know, at least the ones I deal with. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Um, You you know what I'm saying now? Are you... You you're know. treating it going back to the, the the arts thing. You're treating your the work you do, 
you're treating it like art, like yeah. you're an artist. You're not happy with it. Well, and actually, I'm the same way with you know my business. I'm not happy unless the customer's happy. Yeah. You know, but that is your art. Yeah. You know, and if you do an outstanding job, people are going to say, you know, recommend you. Of course, they yeah. look at, who did your roof? Well, Tar Heel did. Yeah. Who did your Tar Heel did? You know, and, and I'm seeing your signs yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I've had so I mean, long hey, down the road here. Yeah, so. are, are, are you are you doing it right? Mm-hmm. Are are you doing it with a with good intentions and, and a, and a, and a good heart? Yeah, you're happy. I hell, I can tell. I haven't even seen you work, but just talking to you all the time, I can tell you're you're happy. You take joy in what you do. Yeah, and that's key. And you're right. A lot of people are just in it for the check. Yeah, you but can't. you take pride in what yeah, you do, and that's you know, that's I, a big thing. Yeah, we're competing against some of the guys around here. You see these guys on on Facebook and on social posting pictures of how many checks they cashed yeah, this week, and you know what I'm saying. I mean, good for them. They're they're excited that that they got some traction. But are are you really dug in? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that goes back to what we were talking about before about um, just people in business and just really really just society in general. Just getting. Um, just just more love and yeah. more support out there because i tell you it, it, it's a national stigma guys that the northeast has bad attitudes i hear it all the time man when yeah. i go when i go down south i go out west people are so nice you know people are just so laid back you're right. People in the Northeast do get a bad rap. <laughs> you know why? Why are we so? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, is it is it the cold? You know, or what what, what is it? But I think, um, yeah, I, I I think if if you approach your life and you approach a business uh, in, in business with with just a, a a good a good heart and and good intentions. People feel that, man. Yeah. People feel that. That that that's an electricity that, um, and, and a vibe that people feel, and um, and it's contagious, bro. Yeah. You know, when, when you're doing good things, when you're doing good things, and you're doing it right, and you're taking care of people, people just, you know, it's it's the power of positivity, and and there's a there's a saying, it's a simple saying, but you know that that we go by is, we don't chase, we attract. You know, so mm-hmm. people want to do business with us because they know that we're going to do it the right way. You know, does everything go perfect all the time? No. Do we have struggles all the time? You're going to. You know, it's construction. Yeah. Man. You know, it, it, it's not. You know, it, it's not a you know a perfect cut diamond that we're working with. Yeah. We're, we're dealing with old homes and we're dealing with the struggles of you know moving people around and. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so, I, you know. Speaking of struggles, and I don't know if it's a struggle or not, but you're seeing a lot more people with solar panels. Is that an issue with you guys? No, when it comes it's to not an issue. I mean, one of the issues that, that I see is, um, <laughs> no, so it's not an issue. If, if you are a senior and you are on a fixed income, and you've got a big roof in space. Why not? Yeah. You know. Um, but the, the you know the, the the flashing components and the attachment techniques of the actual system has evolved over the past okay. couple of years. You know. So, um, but at the end of the day, you are putting a hole in your roof. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you, oh yeah. No matter if it's a skylight, if it's a you know, a, a solar attic fan, if it's a solar system, you know, solar panels, you know, you're, you're putting holes in your roof. But, you know, the, the bracketing systems got, got, got more sophisticated and more efficient over the years. So, you know, but one of the negative things, I, so it doesn't disrupt the roofing system. You can, you, can get a, you, you, can, you can get a solar system. But, you know, the, 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 that, tech, that specific technology is moving so rapidly yes. that just like the cell phone market I yeah. got an iPhone 10 six months later there's going to be a better one yeah. now. and then six months after that there's going to be a better one and then so on same with the solar system the, the panels are getting slimmer they're getting higher you know they're, they're getting more efficient um, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're becoming more attractive looking you know and I, and I, I would 
Everybody knows what, or at least some people will know about what's going on with Tesla with working the, the shingles, working the that, shingle yeah. into the. Now, that's going to be a couple. You know, some some of the executives that I speak with, um, in, in in some of the bigger shingle manufacturers say that that technology is still thirty years away. But I did see a, a newer technology. And I haven't seen them around here yet, but I've, I've been researching it, and they they're saying this is actually even better than the solar panels, and doesn't take doesn't take up your whole roof. Yeah, miniature wind turbines on the roof. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen them around here yet, but that's who would have th- ever thought about that? Yeah, yeah. But you're starting. You yeah, know, I think yeah. it's out in the west where you're seeing more of them, probably along the coastlines. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I, mean, I, I think that's a personal decision that people yeah. have to make. I mean, me personally, I don't care telling people what my BG&E bill, bill is. My BG&E bill is 130 bucks a month. Is it worth it for me to to riddle my roof with with solar panels for 130 bucks a month? No. At at 39 years old, no. Thirty dollars a month. Do you use electricity at all? What are you doing? Burning candles in the well, house? You know, you know, um, you know, we we have we, we operate off of propane. You know, oh, so we're okay. heating our house. We're not using electricity, but um, but you know, if you're 65 or you're 70 years old, and every dollar counts, yeah, you know. But then we can start talking about retirement. We can go into a whole another direction. If you properly plan for your retirement, then you don't have to nitpick on a right. You know what I'm saying? You wanna you wanna be cognizant of what you're spending. Yeah. But some of these seniors down here that 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 failed to plan for retirement, every single dollar counts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, that, that could be a whole nother we could do a whole nother podcast on that. <laughs> Jesse, where yeah, we need you on that yeah. one too. <laughs> but to talk about the um the, the solar panels a, a little further no it, it if 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 you want to move in that direction it's not going to void your warranty okay you know the 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 the, the fine one of my questions yeah, the fine print in the warranty basically says after you get through all the legal ease and all the legal jargon all that stuff if the if the solar panel is responsible for the roof leak then the solar company is responsible for fixing it, but it's not going to void the, the the system warranty. How would that work? Though? Let's say somebody's got solar panels up there, and they're having a roof leak. Well, then they bring Who's, they bring in both they, they bring in both parties. I was going to okay, you know, right. or they bring in the roofer and 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 if the roofer you know going to have to go up in the attic, yeah, and they're going to have to investigate it and. And more than, you know, I tell you what we would do in that situation. If we put a new roof on somebody's house and they had the solar company come in and and they put a brand new, and they put a solar system on there and, and one of their brackets leak, we would just fix it. Right. You know, it takes 10 minutes. Adjust a shingle, adjust a piece of flashing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just take care of it. Instead of having the customer call the solar company and then we're, we're nitpicking over a $100 repair. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now, if it's something that, you know, we put the roof on five years ago, and then you know, uh, a, a month later they put the solar system back on, and they and, and this thing was leaking for five years, and half the roof decks, you know, gone. And different story. There. Different story. But they would pick up, you know, those things you could pick up yeah. on. I mean, some of the telltale signs of of a problem in a roofing system, you'll be able to. You'll be able to see when you look up at your roof. It should look it. You, it, it should be consistent. Right. You'll be able to tell if you see anomalies or um, deviations in the roof deck. You'll be able to tell. You can just tell. Uh, you know, it's hard for me to describe, but when you look up at your roof, it should be flat all the way across, and what you're seeing should be consistent all the way across right. the profile of the shingle. But even you, you'll your, your eye will pick up on deviations in the roof deck. And, and that's indicative of, you know, either a leak or a ventilation issue. And that's where we circle back to just calling your local contractor. Hey, even if you got to pay right. 150 bucks for somebody to come out and inspect, when you pop your head down on that pillow at night, the peace of mind is worth the 150 bucks to know that the, the, the system that protects your home and your family you know, literally, yeah. literally, the roof on your, the roof over your head, 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's worth it. You know. Yeah, I, I've seen this a lot too. I, I, what's your opinion on this? Because I've seen people where they'll have roofers or contractors come out. They want a new roof, but they don't want to pay to have the old shingles ripped off or whatever, and they will just ask the contractor to put shingles over top of you the can do that. You Is can it do recommended. I mean, it's not recommended. The, 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 I, I got a really, really cheesy analogy that I've used for years. Um, it's it's kind of like if it, 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 if you cut your arm, you got a deep cut on a deep laceration on your arm, mm-hmm. and you go to the hospital. And they clean it and bandage it out. And they say, in a week, clean it out and dress and redress the wound. Okay? So if you don't want to clean out, you just you, you, you can wrap another bandage on right. top of the wound, but that, you know, wrapping another bandage on top of the wound would be similar to putting a roof deck another roof on top of the roof that you have. But you want to take the bandage off. You want to inspect, you want to clean it. You want to see what it looks like. Is it is it infected? Is it right. is it healing? You know, and then you clean it out, and then you redress it. Okay. And that's similar to putting you putting you know tearing the roof off. You want to look at the plywood. You want to look at the framing. Can you look at the plywood from underneath? Sure. Can you look at it from the top? No. Right. You know, um, there, there, there's higher efficiency and, and, and breathable underlayments, and there's better flashing techniques, and there's ice and water shield underlayments that we can add in, in high traffic areas. Um, we, we, can, we can cut open the ridge vent and, and, and add some efficiency to the ventilation of the attic space. Um, you know, we, we can kind of just strip it down and kind of just take a look at the roof deck and look at the health of the structure. Um, but that being said, you know, t- tacking over what we call a tack over or a re-roof, mm-hmm. putting a second layer, on, it's not taboo, and there's nothing wrong with it. Okay. You can do it once. You can't do once. it three times. So you're, in Harford County, you're allowed two. From what really? I understand, in Baltimore County, I think you might be allowed three. Don't quote me on that wow. for you fact checkers out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I know for uh, in Harford County, you're allowed to do two. But you know, the 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 price is so. Yeah, well, I mean, I for, 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 if, if you're doing a ten thousand dollar roof, and and you're spending seventy five hundred mm-hmm. to get a tack over seven thousand for a tack over that thirty percent. I mean, you know, it's listen, it's your roof, man. Yeah. That's what I tell these customers out here. It's your freaking roof. It's not a pair of tennis shoes. It's not a toaster oven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is your the roof on your home. Don't skimp, man. And I don't care. It's, I don't care either way, man. I'll I'll do it. I'll, we'll tack it over, and we'll repair it. But I mean, it's like, come on, man. It's your roof. You know. Take care. Protection. Right. Protection do it right, top man. Do it right. You know. Um, I see, uh, but listen, you know everybody's price motivated to an extent. Yeah. But is that your number one driving factor when hiring? You know, a contractor, no matter what they're doing, right. is it the quality? Is it the price? Is it the continued service? Is it the premium warranties? You know, is it the, you know, the availability of the material? You know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, but to to circle back. It's not taboo to put a second layer okay. on, but I do recommend tearing them off. You know, and let's be real. Mm, let's be real. I like tearing them off because that gives that's a higher that's a higher you know value per lead for me. It's a it's a higher contract price. But then on top of it, we get to give them a better product. So it's a it's a win win. Yeah. You well, know. not that. What if you? I mean, you get them shingles off, and they don't have the the was it the ice water shield or whatever? Nice and water leak barrier. Yeah, that way yeah. you know. Hey, you know, you should definitely put this on. Absolutely, you know, especially for all the rains and the ice and snow we get. Yeah, like you said, it's Maryland. The ice and water leak barrier. Yeah, yeah we a, have all four seasons. Sometimes we've had snow up into April. So it's a it's a self adhering membrane that goes below the underlayment, and it goes in the in the high traffic vulnerable areas of the roof deck now this stuff sticks directly to the roof deck Mm -hmm. 
it self seals so when you puncture it with a nail it seals around the nail and this protects that eave or that lower three foot of the roof deck uh, you know because it, it and and this stuff commonly straddles that exterior wall because that exterior wall of your house is only six to eight inches wide and during the summertime when it's 90 degrees on the outside and you're cooling your home to 69 or 70 right. that's a 25 different to a 25 degree difference in temperature and that can create condensation and water vapor and and, and issues and that's you don't want and that. that can kind of translate to the roof deck and char and 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 equally in the, in the winter time when yeah. it's when it's 10 degrees outside and you're heating your home to 72 degrees that's a 60 degree difference and 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 that warmth that you create on the inside of your house translate to your roof deck you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. three foot three foot up your roof deck it's the the, the you know it, it's experiencing that warmth but then down over the soffit line where it's where the roof deck is outside of the home that's much colder and that's where that freeze thaw and that, and that ice damming can 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 occur wow i know it's a, it's a little technical but that that's something that we explain um in our presentations when we come into the home and, and talk to the customer. How many contractors actually even do that, though? I mean, it's, listen. I mean, it, there are some, but. It, 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 it in the roofing industry, if you're not talking about ice and water um, leak barrier in those vulnerable areas, then that's, you know, like not tying your shoes when you, right. you know what I'm saying? It's kind of given, but a lot of these guys don't know why they're using it. But then you get to the point where, look, you don't want to go down the rabbit hole and and get too technical on, on, on roofing. Mm -hmm. You just want to tell them what it's going to protect you against. I mean, to be honest with you, we, we, we don't experience too much ice damming in this part of the country. It's it's more prevalent as you go up into, you know, the, the, for, in the New England area, yeah. you know, Minnesota, up, uh, up toward the Great Lakes and stuff like that. But... Um, worth mentioning down here a little bit, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to add? Well, besides your website and phone number. You know, so, well, uh, <laughs> you know, Joe, Joe Ayler, I'm, I'm the president and CEO of Tar Heel Construction Group, and, and we are located um, directly across the street from the Greenbrier Applebee's at 1212 East Churchville Road. New building, right? Yep, new buildings. Uh, yeah, and that's another thing. We, we, we just purchased that building at 1212 East Churchville Road. So if you want to know if we're going to be around for a while, There's your proof right there. is your contractor <laughs> purchasing long-term property? You know, I, I grew up right by Southampton Middle School, and that building is, is just a stone's throw away. So it's an honor for me to be able to, you know, give back to Hartford County. Keeping it and in purchase, the community. Yeah, keep yeah. it in the community. Um, you know, so um, we're, we're at Tar Heel Construction Group. Hashtag uh, Tar Heel Construction Group. Um, you know, Tar Heel Construction Group at Facebook. And... Um, and yeah, we're 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 just trying to do it right for Harford County. And listen, we go into Baltimore County, we go up into the Towson area, Perryhall, mm -hmm. Nottingham, um, you know, Essex down there. But you know, Har Harford County is our backyard, and and um, you know. And what's the phone number? Phone number is uh, 410-638-7021, Info at TarHillConstructionGroup.com. And for some reason, if you guys can't forget the website, it, it, their link is also on HartfordCountyLiving.com. Actually, they are our only Chesapeake sponsor, which is the highest sponsor. Um, so their logo and everything's on there. Um, and one other thing, Tar I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, so the, the the website is is obviously TarHillConstructionGroup.com, and right on the landing page is a request a a, a form. Um, web form where you can put in your information and, and it comes right to us at the office and um, and somebody will be in touch you know within 24 hours good good and what what's the ref the uh, networking group go ahead and give that a plug real so quick. the um, so it's GBA so it's growth by association mm -hmm. um, Jody you'll I'll give her a shout out with coffee news and Megan McGonagall Love reader Jody. of uh, M&T Bank um, Jesse Cunningham's in there with um, with Mountain View Insurance, Wealth Management. Um, you know Heather Lynch from Hartford Family House. Um, Rick McGee's in there. 
um, Mark Ford of um, uh, the growth coach. Yeah, a lot of good people in there. Got to give a shout out to Spartan Services. They're they're doing big things over there. But um, yeah, it's a it's a good group. And I and I tell you, man, Hartford County's blessed with a lot of good people. A lot of a tight community. Um, you know, how often do you guys meet? Once a week. Once, oh, Thursday, once a week. Once a week, every Thursday at 9 a.m. But you can only become a member by invitation only, right? That's right. Okay. That's right. I thought you guys were meeting once a month. Once no, a week. it's once a week, man. It's oh, once wow. a week. But, yeah, you know, if you, you, you got to plug in on, on these um, on these referral groups. And, and you know, if – if you wanna if you wanna be successful in Hartford County, you, you got to get involved. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you got and even if it's not a referral group, get involved with some type of group. Absolutely. You know, Kiwanis. Yeah, absolutely. You you, you have uh, well, you got your chambers, you have your organizations. Um, I don't know if there's any JCs around anymore, but the Lions. You have um, even if it's like it's a Boy Scout or Girl Scout troop. You're still meeting with other people. That's right. You're getting the word out. So, That's Joe, right. thanks again, man. Right, Appreciate brother. it. Yes. And anytime you want to come back on, let me know. Tell us uh, some other stories, what you find in addicts and all that. Yeah, <laughs> man. And one more. Uh, I'll tell you, th- thank you to, uh, to, to Rich Ben and Har- Harper nah. County Living, man. Um, sharp, sharp dude, man. And, and, and when I met you, I immediately got a good vibe. Well, thank you. you Appreciate know? that. So, so vibes are, are big with me. And, um, and yeah, um, it was a pleasure. Well, thank you. Once again, if you want to be on the Harford County Living Podcast, it is free to come on. We encourage, if you're in the county, we encourage you to come on. Even if you're not a business owner, uh, if you're in an organization, if you're an artist, musician, whatever, uh, if you just want to talk about a certain topic, uh, which we're going to have some of them coming up in the near future too, uh, contact me at podcast at HartfordCountyLiving.com or give us a call at 443 982-0250. Again, you can find us on iTunes and now Spotify, uh, Google Play. Basically, the podcast is everywhere and, of course, on our website. So, thanks again, Joe. You got it. Uh, Look at that. The weather has broken. It's finally warm out. And, of course, we have the rain. What do you expect? This is Maryland. But we also know that with that rain, that means the grass grows and everything else. And I'm going to tell you, there's a service I use, and they do an awesome job on my yard. Uh, They sit there, do the lawn mowing for me. They also do landscaping, mulching. They do a little bit of everything, and that's green machine lawns. And green machine lawns will come out and take care of you as well. Give them a call at 443 863-YARD. That's 443-863-YARD. Or go online to greenmachinelawns.com. Again, that is greenmachinelawns.com. And they'll get your yard looking better than everybody else's.